I think it's a, a good question. The question is, what is sincerity for a spiritual person or on the, spirit, on the path of spirituality? The reason it's a good question is without sincerity, there is no attainment of any kind whatsoever. Because sincerity is your inner feeling, intention, and action. When you are sincere, you are truthful. You're not thinking, is somebody watching me or not? You are being sincere because you're committed to yourself. In the absence of sincerity, everything that you do kind of becomes superfluous. It is done with the intention to show something to somebody. So what sincerity really means on the path of spirituality is that you are acting in line with your intentions or intention. That's the first sign. And sincerity is a bedrock of all spiritual progress. In fact, even all material progress. But sincerity doesn't end there. The first expectation is, or characteristic of sincerity is, yes, your intention and your feelings and your thoughts and your actions are in harmony. But there is a second aspect of sincerity. What usually happens when you start to feel that proximity with the divine, let's say you're walking the spiritual path and you start to feel closer to God. Often, in that sense of familiarity, in that being familiar, we start to lose sincerity. Why? Because earlier, we only wanted God, that divine, that enlightenment, nirvana, whatever term you want to give it. But the moment you have it, or it becomes a regular thing in your life, which means you can slip into samadhi whenever you like, or you, the world may see it as a hallucination, but to you, you are having a conversation with your deity then people get into what I call a trade. They start trading. Look, you're so close to me, why can't you get this done for me? You're so close to me, why do I have to fall sick? I pray to you every day. And why am I having these financial troubles? I've seen you talking to me, I felt you looking at me, why am I having these relationship troubles? But you can do anything. Why am I not getting the job, the kind of job I want? Any job or just the right type of job. This trade mindset, fix my problems, please. 
it is not just an absolute and sheer loss of sincerity. It is but destruction of sincerity, complete annihilation of sincerity. A sincere person is not in it to fulfill or to have their selfish desires fulfilled. They are in it for the love of it. When a painter is painting and they are doing it because they want it, they love it, they can't think of anything else, that's somewhere sincerity. When they pollute it with making something just to impress somebody, somewhere, that may still be sincere, by the way particularly if they are commissioned by somebody to do something. But if that's not the case, and they're doing something to impress someone, there, their feelings are now diluted. Their sincerity is in a bit of trouble. And it's very hard. It's very hard for the best of the best to rise above what people think of you. This desire to hear only good things about you, this desire to impress people. But it is, uh, it, it's like uh, making a hole in a bucket. The bucket's there. Even a little crack is enough for it to not contain anything. The purpose of the bucket won't be solved then. So to be sincere is the understanding that I am not after what you can do. I am after you. But not in a human sense. Because I get that all the time, I'm sick and tired of it. But <laughs> that I have no motive, put it this way, that as a devotee, I have no, nothing to gain from it per se, no selfish desire. Yam labdvaha cha param labam. adikam The one who has not just decided, but fully internalized this feeling that beyond you, I don't have any greater attainment. When you start to use the power or the powers you attain for petty gains, that's where the trouble starts. It's like I lend you some money or I leave some money with you for safekeeping. I say, look, here's $4,000. Can you please keep it safe? One day I will tell you where you may need to use it. And somebody comes to you and says, oh my God, you're so great. You're so handsome, so beautiful. So, so nice. I think after God, in fact, just at par with God. You're the only person I see and you start to puff up. 
like a balloon, and then they say, please, I'm in real trouble. I need some help. You know, all my life I've done good karma. You say, what's the trouble? I, I am under heavy debt. I need to pay off somebody $2,000. I have it. Here, take it. Did you help because you were genuinely moved? Or did you help because they made you feel special? If the same person had uh, come to you and yelled at you, hey you, you are nothing. What are you doing, sitting on somebody else's money? Come on, give me two grand here. Will you give them? So sincerity is paradoxical from that perspective. A, complete discerning wisdom, a sense of discrimination, knowing that what you have is not your own. That you are simply the medium. And two, zero discrimination, so that you don't just help those who, who uh, sing your glories, but even those who don't. Because when you help somebody, it's based on how much they really need that help. And somewhere, how much they deserve it. Not from the perspective of how they treated you, but how much they actually deserve in their life. Although compassion is unreasonable, beyond reason. So sincerity is staying true to your feelings. If you are doing any japa, anushthan, sadhana, or any kind, if you are with somebody to fulfill a certain motive, be clear about it. Tell them up front. Now listen, this is what I'm looking for from you. This is what I want. And that's why I'm saying you all the nice things. So please, reconsider. Make them true, what I'm saying about you. Right? That's how uh, stutis, stotras, or hymns are sung. We almost always praise God, and in between we slip in. Please take care of me, okay? Rog shok sab dur rahe, bimari sab dur rahe, dhan mere paasi rahe. That please keep all the diseases away, keep all the problems away, just give me wealth, give me health. And he knows what to ignore. <laughs> and he's bored perhaps of the same song every day. And that's why in mantras, in chanting, there is no expression of any material desire per se. There are thousands of verses in the Vedas between Rik and Sam, not so much in Atharv, where they are constantly asking. But what's beautiful is they're not really asking, they are saying, may everything be happy, may everything be great, may the gods look after us. And then they're singing the glories. But it's done with the intention that we are living with those divine energies around us. So that's a sincerity in a coconut shell. So, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs>